Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Keem's Dream Show. And today we're going to be talking about blood sport. Blood sport. Blood sport. Violence is normal to us. Violence is our default state. It's what we're comfortable with. It's what we only know historically in our DNA. It's the only thing that's been consistent through time. And that is why we love watching violence. That's why we love watching people in sports get hurt. That's why we watch live watching action movies where people get beat the fuck out of. That's why UFC as a sport is trending up. It's because violence, 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 blood, 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 carnage. That's what we want. That's what we are used to. And that's the only thing that we know and that we are comfortable with. Let me explain. When I think about all the coolest and highest margin shows and sports they all have one thing in common they're extremely violent look at the number one sporting league in north america the nfl the nfl is pure carnage pure and utter carnage i'm talking you're you're putting some of the best athletes with bmis well over 45 okay you're talking about a guy like aaron donald who is six foot one 290 pounds and if you see a picture with him with his shirt off, he is cut, ripped, shredded, and his job is to tear the head off of an of a NFL quarterback. That's his only job. He's going to throw a 300-pound man who's athletic and strong out of his way and then brutally assault <laughs> a, a quarterback that is a sitting duck in the pocket and then do a dance after. That is pure violence, and it is the number one thing in America that is Despite up years, down years, that sells 10 out of 10 times in America. 10 out of 10 times around the world, people want to see that. Violence manifests itself across different cultures differently, but the, the true thing, the true part about it stays the same, is that violence is incredibly familiar to us as a species. And I think across any species, if you think, oh, Akeem's talking about violence, da, 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 just look at, you watch a nature show. Watch an animal show. Interspecies, they're violent. Outside their species, they're violent. You know, you have some cooperative species where they help each other in beneficial ways. But for the vast majority of the animal kingdom, it's fucking each other up. And that's kind of what I'm fascinated by. Why is this part of our DNA and part of our code? And I think it has something to do with survival. I think it has something to do with territory. I think it has something to do with evolution and Darwinism. I just think it's fascinating how it stays true to this day, even though as a culture, I feel like we're trying to revert that and be like, oh, peace, love, and happiness, and let's just respect each other. But then why do we have to have a huge military? It's because the laws of the jungle are the laws of the jungle. The lion's going to wake up and want to hunt, and the deer's going to wake up and want to run. And then sometimes the lion will have his way, and sometimes the deer will have his. But back to NFL. Aaron Donald, six foot one, two hundred ninety pounds, completely shredded, probably five percent body fat, could could just, just dismantle a three hundred pound man before destroying a quarterback. Him doing that does the NFL amazing ratings, makes him climb to the top of the charts. If we want to go back even further, the NFL stadium of today is just a modern recreation, a modern reincarnation of the Roman Colosseum. Right? You look at the Roman Colosseum in 435 AD and 500 AD, back in the time of Emperor Augustus, back in the time of Emperor Julius Caesar. They had these huge uh, matches between lions and bears and tigers against humans, right? Like Russell Crowe. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Fuck, I gotta watch that movie again. Yeah, the gladiator. Romans 
they loved blood. They loved carnage. They loved violence because they were conquering all of Europe at the time. So this could probably be something they could relate to. It's true for them as it is true for now for us watching football. That violence is consistent. It's entertaining. We like to see it. I don't like to be assaulted, but uh, this is kind of weird to say. I like to watch other people get assaulted in a constructive environment. And if it's warranted and consented upon, uh, if you're going into battle at the Coliseum, you might be a slave. So that's a little bit of a different time. But if you're in the NFL and you're a quarterback, Aaron Donald's coming to kill you. And you are well aware of that. And when he does come and hit you, you can't uh, file assault, even though that's what he just did. So I like that. <laughs> I like when I like watching people get beat up in a, in a, in a controlled environment. <laughs> I don't like to watch people get assaulted on the street. That's way different. Uh, but in a controlled environment, uh, like a movie or a sporting match or whatever it is, I think violence is the most entertaining thing on the planet. And it's hard to debate that. I don't know what else could be more entertaining than watching two people fight or two people hit each other as hard as they can. Of the top 30 broadcasts in TV history, only the season finale of MASH, that army show from the 70s, was able to eclipse 85 million viewers. So I think they were number 16 or 17 of the top 30 TV broadcasts in TV history. All of them were football related, NFL related. NHL. NHL players are still permitted to fight. Now, is that because uh, fighting is good for the league? Well, actually, technically, the NHL permits fighting because it is a way of players to self-police each other. That is technically, that's on the website. It's for them to self-police. But we all know. We all know. We're wise to the tricks by now. This is not for them to self-police. This is about entertainment. This is about fun. They know it puts asses in the seats. Whenever I go to an Oilers game, I live in Edmonton. Whenever I go to an Oilers game and two guys drop the gloves. Oh, it was so funny one time. I think Patrick Marlowe and uh, uh, George LaRock were about to fight. And George LaRock goes, you sure you want to do this, man? Because it, he was talking shit to George LaRock, this big hockey player. He's like 6'3", 250 pounds, no neck, just complete beast. And, he, and I think it was Patrick Marlowe. Could have been another guy. But anyways, he goes up to, Pat, he goes up to George. He's like, let's go, man. Let's go. They were both mic'd up. And George goes... All right, man. Good luck. Uh, just a just a point of advice: if someone says good luck before they fight you, don't fight them. <laughs> if someone is super nice before they fight, they're gonna kick your ass. <laughs> so, anyways, that puts asses in the seats for the NHL. That is a huge part of why the game is popular because people can beat the shit out of each other, and it's fine. And people go nuts at those Oilers games I go to. As soon as they drop the gloves. The whole arena goes nuts. And they actually put on fight music. I think they put on like Nickelback. It's just like, holy shit, they're leaning into this. They are so aware of what they're doing right now. So the NHL knows it. The NFL knows it. The MXC was an old Japanese, uh, like, uh, I don't know, Ultimate Warrior or like one of those Ninja Warrior shows where they make them do these crazy obstacles. I only watch that show to watch people wipe out and just essentially get hurt. <laughs> You might think I'm a sick, demented person, but that is just the reality. I just love that show for that reason. They would say some something in Japanese. They'd say, Dora! They would just say this. They'd say something in Japanese, it'd be in subtitles. And then this lady would come up and she'd be like, I'm in, I'm a travel agent and I can't wait to do, I can't wait to leave my husband. And then she'd jump off this railing onto this rotating pad and completely miss it, misjudge the angle to which to jump, hit the pad, 
boom, do like a complete 180 in the air, splash into the mud. And I could watch that for three hours, just different people doing that same thing over and over and over again. Now, that's not violence per se, but it is carnage and it is pretty brutal. I mean, a 130 pound Japanese woman just getting slammed like that. You know, she didn't die, of course. And I mean, uh, I would, I'm would i completely against any of that kind of stuff. But if someone's just getting hurt and they're volunteering to do it, I mean, what else is better? What, what is the point if we can't enjoy that? So that's MXC. Uh, and then UFC. UFC right now. It's blowing up. I mean, everyone is into boxing again and everyone is just blowing up the UFC. UFC has become the biggest pay-per-view events uh, in modern times. If there's a UFC uh, match with uh, McGregor or Francis Ngannou or any of those kind of guys, it just blows up. People are so into it now because people like to watch violence. Something about watching two people fight, especially skilled fighters. It's not just two uh, hoodlums on the street. You have guys like black black belt in jiu-jitsu, uh, Muay Thai or whatever it is. They, they, these guys are so good at their craft that watching them fight is just like another level of entertainment that just goes above and beyond. So that is the UFC. I think the UFC will pass the NBA in ratings in a matter of five years. Just just five years. In five years, it'll pass it. I have a lot of problems with the NBA. It used to be a more violent league. In the 90s, you didn't get a foul for elbowing somebody in the ribs under the post. Now, if you breathe on a guy, it's a foul. You know, they've taken the violence out of the NBA. It's a bunch of divas dribbling a basketball around. There's some good players and there's some good games. I'm just saying as a league... I think that them taking the violence out is making it a less fun league. Now, you might say, oh, less injuries, but I would say you're making it soft, okay? Get that softness out, out of here. Fail Army has 14.9 million YouTube subscribers, and all they do, it's like Americans Funniest Home Videos back in the 90s. Every Sunday, I used to watch that show because all they do is they just put a compilation of clips together where people are just getting completely destroyed. They're missing a jump at a snowboarding uh slalom or they're uh trying to cut their hair and they end up putting their hair on fire like it's just violence and chaos and all this stuff it just sells another one of the most famous examples of what we're talking about is the jackass series johnny knoxville bam margera all those guys steve-o man you talk about entertainment i think the first jackass movie was one of the most profitable movies in the history of hollywood and the history of the entertainment business we're talking about $5 million to make, and it grossed $79 million. I think it either it's first weekend or gross, or, or like throughout the history of its sales. But still, what is that? Uh, that that's a 40x return. So that's, if I, if, I produced a, if I produced anything and I got 40x back, uh, that's called a successful model. Keep doing it. And they did. They made Jackass 2, they made Jackass 3. So, you know, watching Steve-O just lay on the ground while the guy with the longest nails in the world in India pours a Miller light down his nails and it reaches Steve-O's mouth to the point where he has to puke. I mean, that's what, and that's why I watch, <laughs> that's why I watch the movies. So yeah, or watching somebody get kicked in the balls. Women love to watch that, by the way. Uh, oh yeah, that's, he got kicked in the nuts. Ha ha ha. It's like, y- y'all don't realize how painful that is. You know, you get kicked in the nuts. Even hearing somebody, even watching somebody get kicked in the nuts. When I see somebody get kicked in the nuts, I'm like, oof. You know, or someone's talking about it, I'm like, mm, can we change the subject? <laughs> I'm not comfortable with this. And then 
for you uh, average Joes out there, anybody out there who's just like, hey, I'm not in movies, I'm not a, I'm not in the NFL, I'm not in the Coliseum, I'm not a black belt, I don't want to do the martial arts, so how can I get involved in this violence game? I don't want to just watch it, I want to be in it, man. I want to be on the field, man. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. I'm ready, coach. I'm ready. Well, you can do something called a Spartan race. And a Spartan race, where you're not battling anybody per se, uh, although I think they should integrate like a mud fighting pit where in order to get to the next stage, you have to like flop a guy out of a ring or do some kind of sumo ring where they put like a, uh, a red circle around you and you have to fight your way out and you get three tries. But anyways, the Spartan race is a big obstacle course over five or 10 or 15 or 20 kilometers where they make all these obstacles in front of you. And I've done two of them. It's incredibly entertaining to watch somebody try to climb a rope and completely get, uh, lose their grip and then have to grab the rope on the way down and they get rope burn on their hands or they'll fall off an obstacle. And <laughs> uh, it's funny because you'll end up failing too. So it's just a big carnage fest and it's good. Uh, one of the more brutal acts that I admire the most is the, the acts by our military. So the militaries, they're the hardest motherfuckers on the face of the planet. Bar none, without a question. These guys go, go into harm's way with a smile on the face and uh, the BUDS training, right? The Navy SEALs Hell Week and all that kind of stuff. That stuff is carnage. Now, I've heard a lot of different things where it's like, oh, it's not as hard as people think and all this, or it's been overblown or it's been over kind of overhyped as, as far as how hard it is. But whenever I hear about what they have to do, they'll be sprayed with uh, pepper spray or some kind of tear gas. And then they're forced to go into a room for like two hours, like for like 10 or 15 minutes and like suffer through it. Or they're in the ocean in Cape, uh, you know, Cape Carnaval, I think it's called, in San Diego, and it's ice cold water, and they have to tread water for like two or three hours, or until the first person quits. That stuff is interesting because that is that is really hard. But the psychology makes sense. If a guy can't handle that, I don't want him on the battlefield with me. So, Navy SEALs, Hell Week, all this stuff. NHL fighting, MXC, UFC, Jackass, Fail Army, uh, the Roman Coliseum, NFL. We are trained for it. We are ready for it. We It's in our DNA to love it. Violence is normal to us. Violence is the default way of the universe, way of the world that's never going to change. So in summary, Bloodsport is not just a really good movie by Claude Van Damme in the 80s. It is a way of life. Or you know how they say blood, it's in you to give. It should be really, that commercial should be redone and say, violence, it's in us, the fight. Until next time, maybe get into a fight, join a fight club, Brad Pitt's fight club, and you know what the first rule of fight club is. That's for you to figure out. All right, guys. Have a good day. Peace.